Welcome back to Dawson Dudes. We bring you Season 2, Episode 5, Full Moon Rising. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. You would draw. Start again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do it again. Just say it, say it, do it again. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Brian. God damn it. I go next. Okay. Chris. Okay, go ahead. I say it next, and so then you say it, and then I and say, then say we're the Dawson Dudes. Dude. I'm John. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. We're the Dawson Dudes. Yeah. Yeah, because I usually do Bunch that. Bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> when do we... How many episodes have we done? Oh, just real quick, that that one um, listener who said she binged our whole show in a week. Yeah. That's like three hours a day of us for a week. Yeah, man. It's insane. What is her name? We gotta we gotta shout her out right now. We I think we already have. Yeah, we have shout her out. Fucking shout her out again, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. How's everybody? Oh, you know, we haven't talked in a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson dude's been doing some uh on live mic hanging out for the last hour and a half or so. Uh so tonight's episode of Full Moon Rising, uh we come in uh, we start the scene uh, in Dawson's room. There's a movie playing. I kind of like this. It's almost kind of like a fake out because there's nobody in the room. Yeah, it was cool. I really liked it. I started the episode trying to figure out what fucking movie they're watching. Already thinking I was going to ask, right. Brian, what movie is this? And all of a sudden it doesn't fucking matter because they're outside actually enjoying nature, enjoying the real world. The curtains below a little bit where it, it kind of seems like a beginning of like a, a werewolf movie or a horror movie. Right. And then they cut outside and just two lovers on a roof. Two lovers staring at the moon. I wish I had it out like a rooftop to hang out on them like that well i mean you do have a roof yeah i also have a you know kind of a walkway balcony area that i don't go out on side i don't go out onto so i don't know why i think i would sit you on have the- a balcony well you, you oh, guys have been, to my, you guys have been yeah. to my apartment like you know what it looks like the front yeah yeah i thought you had like a back balcony nah, i lived in a place like that once so uh dawson and joey are sitting out on the balcony uh dawson is uh really trying to uh, lay the uh full moon romance on joey now yeah. he seems like he's having a very nice time he's like really like enjoying the scenery the evening and joey's just fucking shitting all over his night yeah fuck fuck a full moon <laughs> i guess this happens a lot where people will like say something like scientific mm-hmm. you know she's trying to be real rational just scientific and then she says like you know our bodies are 70 percent water so obviously that <laughs> you know the moon affects us it's like right uh it's uh, crazy talk <laughs> it, yeah it's one of those things where it's like it's sa- it sounds right for like two seconds I'm like wait a minute <laughs> i know a lot of what I would consider rational people mm-hmm. to have this view of uh, full moons that it somehow does physically affect you because of all the water in you. I don't know if that's why, but they say like people they'll be like, "Yep, it's full moon." People act weird. I don't know what it is. Well, I think there's a special um, sort of uh, topicality to this, as in the Dawson dudes are coming at you live from Southern California, where so the far. fucking world is on fire right now, and it's on fire because of a phenomenon that we experience here that other parts of the country aren't aware of, known as the Santa Ana winds, and. Basically, a hot wind from the desert stokes flames, gets real hot and dusty and allergic. But also, people go fucking bananas and uh, fucked up shit happens, much like the world uh, Joey is describing when the full moon happens. Wait, you think people act weird with their Santa Ana winds? Fucked up shit happens with their Santa Ana winds, dude. Everybody knows that. What? what? I've I've never heard never this. Heard that? Is no. there? A- yeah, never. No, yeah, uh, yeah. I, what, what, is this like the same thing where people like just do weird shit with the sand out of winds around? Uh, it's exact. I feel like it's exactly the same as the way people talk about full moons. Oh, it's full moons. Things are weird. Things are happening. Yeah, I've when never heard that. You've never heard that? No. Uh, there's a. I don't know if there's an episode of the OC about it, but there is definitely an episode of Baywatch about it. That the theme. <laughs> that the theme is that like the wind changes direction and like fucking the world just go, turns upside down. Yeah, I don't think this is a thing. I think this is a thing they did on a show you watched once. Well, no, dude. We talk about this all the time at work. 
This is something that David Hasselhoff made up. It has uh, yeah. worked its way into your psyche. Yeah, I have never heard of a uh, Santa Ana wins like people act weird. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you guys are like Orange County natives, so that's the thing you would know about. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've never heard that. Well, this Dawson dude has to have a, has to collect his thoughts again because I thought that was going to be a real... Uh, <laughs> like we all just really stop conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, it did. Just to tell you what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Well. Sorry. Yeah, it could be a thing. Listen, we we don't know everything. It could be a thing. It's not. I like how Dawson feels about the full moon because uh, the super moon is cool. Hanging outside, looking at the moon, that's pretty chill. Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't give a fuck about a super moon. That's well, the one Neil thing deGrasse I learned. Tyson's no Carl Sagan, so who gives a fuck what he thinks? Booyah! Take Whoa. that! Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. Take that, NDT. <laughs> I like I like Neil deGrasse Tyson, but he's also no Carl Sagan. Billions and billions of miles. <laughs> yeah, but Carl Sagan's one of those people that like crazy people will quote a lot. Yeah, because he was yeah, crazy. Like, he loved like he loved be like he ha- crazy conspiracy theory people will quote a lot as see see Carl Sagan said it because yeah. Carl Sagan did not believe aliens had ever come to Earth, and he also loved drugs. So yeah, he smoked so much weed. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, I read that like way after, you know, Carl Sagan had died. And I was like, oh, shit, that totally makes sense. Just because of his whole, uh, just his vibe. I was like, oh, yeah, that guy smokes a lot of weed. Dawson only cares about just like making out. Well, yeah. <laughs> like everything. He's just like, I just want to make out. He's just like, he's into it now. Or it's like, I say all this bullshit because I just want to make out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I thought oh, this, I thought this scene was well done. I, I mean, I like it. I like this scene. Yeah. Dawson doesn't do anything like he's been on the very low end of like reprehensible behavior this season so far. I think he's actually very like you feel bad for him in this episode a lot. And the one before it, <laughs> like it's just like Dawson's just really trying. The parent stuff is like, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of heartbreaking. Absolutely. From the jump, you can just tell it's like everything like just sort of happening around Dawson. We're just like, man poor motherfucker also him him not being a very a major uh player in this episode is kind of nice as well though that is true yeah i didn't care for this reverse shot though uh from the back yeah and then like the giant fake moon yeah it's that's a little silly looking but i i super uh, moon i look past it super moon (laughs) stop saying super moon it's not a super moon it's not even a full moon moon. (laughs) (laughs) she says it she's like tomorrow's a full moon tomorrow's a full moon you idiot yeah that's what every guy needs somebody a girl a girl who will call you on her bullshit Dawson doesn't care. He just wants to make out. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Superman full moon. Of course he does. <laughs> this whole uh, fucked up shit happens when the moon is full thing that Joey goes on about ends up being the kind of the stringer for this episode. The crux. The crux. The raison d'etre. All that shit. Post uh, credits, we are in the middle of town during the day, and Mitch uh, is talking to Tamara. Wilmington looks lovely. It probably is. Yeah. Picturesque. Picturesque. Well, There's a reason they chose to shoot it there. Framing and lighting helps. You can't see the every KFC and Taco Bell on every corner. Right. Mitch and Tamara are walking down the street. Tamara really wants to move this property, and Mitch is being real, like, wishy-washy about it. Real wishy-washy and real, uh, you're asking too many questions, Mitch. Let me see the blueprints again. Your mother, your, your dumbass can't read fucking blueprints. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> hey, he built a model. He did build a model. And he broke it just as easily. Maybe he started with a blueprint and then built the model. Here's the thing. Let's give Mitch the benefit of the doubt that he that the things he's asking to look at, he knows how to read. <laughs> <laughs> hand me that blueprint. I'm going to stare at it for a good 10, 15 seconds and then hand it back to you. Does that seem like long enough? Tamara is 
Tamara is clearly looking to move this thing and get the fuck out of Capeside. She knows what's up. Well, she said her goodbyes. Yeah. And now it's uh, time to move on. I did my last make out with a boy, and uh, <laughs> let's let's take off. Buy this property, you butthole. Mitch kind of wants to fuck her a little bit, right? Uh, it's hard to tell. It is hard to tell. Like that, that's like, it's funny. It's a good question. I, I like I don't know if he does or he just wants to use her to make Gail jealous or he's honestly just wants to buy right a space. Like I, I can't get a read on it. Yeah. No. Agreed. Yeah. You can't quite tell. It's just like is this like Mitch just kind of like playing dumb or he is dumb or uh, yeah. I think there there's like fuck energy because like yeah. Mitch is really good looking. Yeah. She's really good looking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so then you just like automatically kind of feel like, ooh, there's some uh, sexual tension here. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't get I can't, It's hard to tell. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to read Mitch. But Mitch is like a, uh, you know, an animal who's just been released into the wild. He's still kind of figuring things out. You know, I think he, Mitch is just figuring out that he's like, uh, I'm an attractive man. All right. Ooh, a lady. I don't have to awkwardly drink beer and pretend I'm on a date. Ugh. But like, that's the thing. It's like, it's like clear that like Mitch doesn't want to do this open marriage thing. Right. But it's like, but his also bed, doesn't. He, yeah. Yeah. Like he made this bed. He's got to like lay in it kind of. Yeah. But like, he doesn't know what else to do also because he can't forgive Gail. Yeah. Like, so there's got to, there's got to be something they can do. And because of his dirtbag friend, this is the thing that they're going to do to try to fix it. Because he can't say, never mind, no open marriage. I now have no answers. Yeah, or maybe I just, you know, I like to think of Mitch as a nice guy. We all like to think that. I think what's being revealed here as we move on is that it's not that whether or not Mitch is a nice guy. It's that Mitch is not consistently and or well written. It's like, is he a dirtbag? He wants to do this open marriage thing. Is he not? I can't. I don't know. Can't tell. I don't think Mitch is a dirtbag, but I think he's stuck in where he can't forgive gail but he doesn't want a divorce right and somebody told him that like if jealousy is what's a problem in your relationship well if you have an open relationship and you agree to it you can't be jealous so then you remove that right from the equation Except you can because you're always going to be jealous of somebody who's uh right but he doesn't you know he, he doesn't, doesn't he, have the answer to, to that he's yet. a stupid because he's, he's a yeah. stupid grown man yeah i think we established the last episode that mitch is a stupid stupid man that's no that's the one thing we know for sure is that mitch is stupid yeah like Mitch is way dumber than Dawson and Gail. Yeah, definitely Gail. <laughs> she fucked around on him for like sixty two days. Sixty days. Yeah, he had no idea. Wow. <laughs> but it's are we to believe that Mitch is such a fucking knuckle dragging like troglodyte of a person that he can't un- he can't grasp the fact that like oh yeah if we just like if there's nothing to f- if there's nothing to hide and there's nothing to feel bad about and then there's nothing to shame. Uh, dude, I if some other dude is like fucking railing your wife to death. You're going to kind of be jealous about that. Like, it's just, that's just how it is. It doesn't matter if you're honest about it. Or if you're also like, got some, some side tomorrow on it, you know, going on over there. You, you can't. But people do have open marriages. Yeah. Well, people are fucking filthy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make them filthy. Make them filthy. <laughs> yeah. Man, way I shame So judgy. People. Like if, if it works for some people, then it works. But like, it's obviously doesn't work for Mitch is the problem. He's not a fuck around type. That ain't, that ain't his, that ain't his brand. Yeah, me and Chris are in both polygamous relationships. Absolutely, you guys, poly- you guys are polyamorous. We just have we have we haven't found anybody to be in these polygamous relationships <laughs> of us yet. <laughs> yeah, we're we're technically polygamous. Yeah, currently, our wife count is zero, but like it can go as high as we like. We're possibilities, people. Mitch has been married forever, or what uh, that? But it's not like him and Gail hooked up when he was twelve. I'm sure he like. Had some girlfriends in high school, maybe one or two in the junior college he went to or whatever it is Mitch did uh, beforehand or 
when he was learning to weld or whatever it is he does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, and no judgment. If I could weld, I wouldn't be doing the fucking nonsense job I'm doing. Um, God, if only I had like a fucking marketable skill. There is something kind of like romantic about like doing something with your hands yeah. and like being in the wide open like Montana space. And you're and, fucking like, useful. <laughs> having an actual skill. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? I weld. What do you do? I push fucking paper. Which gets shit on pretty good in this episode too by Gail though. Yeah. Yeah, this is, so. this is where all that noise comes out. We, we can't get to that yet, though. And it, we'll get to it. But it's good because so many episodes, and you know, mostly rightfully so, it's like Mitch is the aggrieved party, and Mitch gets to be the one who's like, fuck you, Gail, you, you did this, and stuff like that. And so on this episode, Mitch gets it dealt back to him a bit. So Vincent uh, runs down Jen here, or not runs her down, but... <laughs> like spots runs her after and her. runs after her. Yeah, and kind of flirts with her, kind of wants to ask her on a date here. Yep, yep. And then does. Super creepy. Super creepy. Grown man chasing a, a high schooler. He doesn't know she's in high school, though, right? Yeah, but she yeah, he tell. doesn't. But I didn't. But we, did you know that until like later on? I thought like you would be able to tell, right? Yeah, I assumed that he could just eyeball her and be like, yeah. So like the whole time I was like, oh, this creep. Fucking dirt <laughs> like in high school, right? Yeah, I was like, what a dirtball. She's in high school, yeah, dude. I mean, like he is. It is a dirtball because she's in high school. But I'm trying to like operate like a little bit of like a suspended disbelief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, when I was watching this. I didn't know that he didn't know that she wasn't wasn't in high school. Really? Yeah, I thought he like I thought he knew Abby and her were both in high school. They look like they're in high school. And they act like they were acting like they were in high school. Yeah. Until later on, I was like, oh, maybe he's not that much of a dirtbag. Right. We'll we'll learn we'll learn later. <laughs> he's at least a charming dirtbag. It seems he is very charming. All he wants is a cup of coffee. It's like that thing. He works with his hands. He's on a boat. You know, he's all gruff, kind of and manly, but not so gruff that he can't talk to a lady. <laughs> like he's the yeah, like yeah. he's the ideal of like one of those dudes. And he's got that in betweeny beard that girls like because uh, they don't care for the full beard. Yeah, she's charmed by him. Obviously, obvi. He expresses his dislike for Abby pretty clearly. That's his first sentence. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, uh, your friend isn't here. Awesome. <laughs> And she agrees that, uh, yeah, she sucks. We're on a break. We're on a friendship break. I don't like her anymore. I've decided to substitute Abby time with headphone time. Sounds more pleasant. As uh, that scene splits up, I, I like the transition and scene here where Vincent walks away and Abby kind of, and Andy crosses in front of him as she moves into the video store. Pacey's just watching, watching porn, porn on the clock. I get it, though. When you're like 15 and you have all access to porn and nobody ever comes in. Just watch pornography. I watch the porn. I don't get to do this. You know, yeah. I don't have a VHS in my room. And this is like, it's 98. And so the internet is becoming ubiquitous. But at this point, it's still um, moving porn. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like 10 minutes to get a picture at this point. Yeah, exactly. Andy mentions Debbie Does Dallas, which uh, Debbie Does Dallas 2000 was the first uh, pornography I ever saw. <laughs> so that trip down memory lane. we left last left them with uh pacey letting her know that uh he knows she likes him by eating her burger (laughs) and uh so like we see pacey here wanting to uh take her out on a date yeah and uh she's a you know she acts like she doesn't you know she's a little reluctant but she's totally like into it this uh this is what i was hoping would be the next step of this yeah yeah i was surprised by this scene actually by uh what by pacey just asking her out on a date why he kno- like he knows it's a sure thing practically yeah yeah but it's like i was surprised that he so freely was like yeah i'm into you we should go do a date thing all right especially when the last episode ended with him uh sucking face with this 40 year old english teacher you know again that chris you remember that scene right yep no it actually ends with him being like i used to know that lady yeah that- and being like 
but I like this girl. Yeah, so that that makeout was closure. I was surprised, but I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought this was like this was very nice. You know, it was very it was good. I like I like this scene a lot. And Andy look and Andy looks great here too. And when she walks out of the video store after she, you know accepted the date, just beaming. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Also, like you know, you're new in town. It's nice to have a boy like you, I guess. Yeah, and you yeah start to uh, establish a uh, uh, some form to your life in your new town. And oh, uh, she also there's a, a little something about her um, Andy being really reluctant to have Pacey come over to her house. We see that like maybe there's something up with the house that she doesn't want or him to be there in the house. Yeah, so a uh, little confusion of where to meet here later on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Though it's pretty clear that they settle on the house. Yeah. Andy's bad. So next, uh, we're in a uh, makeup shop mm-hmm. with Jen. Urban Decay product placement here. For like a long time. Like the last shot in this is just like the word Urban Decay on the screen <laughs> for <Decay>. like <laughs> yeah. what seems like five minutes. Yeah, they must have fronted a great deal of money. <laughs> it's also very 90s. Yeah. I don't know. Do women still wear Urban Decay? No idea. I knew someone who worked also, for them for a while. We also uh, find out that uh, Abby's a bit of a uh, shoplifter here. Does she what? steal something here? Yeah, she still two things. Steal stuff. Which I mean, ultimately, from what we know about Abby Morgan, uh, is this a surprising um turn of events? No, it is not. So uh, Abby seems a little uh bipolar here. <laughs> she uh <Yeah. laughs> is like, Hey, where you been, Jen? <laughs> it's like, uh, you called me a whore. Uh, you like, you flipped the fuck out <laughs> on me. And she's just like, Oh my god, that's like so two days ago. Right. She blames it she blames it on uh, lady problems. And uh Jen's just kind of like, okay, yeah, she's like, all right, all right, you're my only friend. Yeah, I was like, what? so like, I'll let it go. And then she's like, I'm also been dying to tell somebody that uh, I'm going to go on a date with Vincent. Whoops. <laughs> Abby's just like flipped again. Right. Just like, you fucking whore. It's like this lasted for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. This scene, I think we're starting to get a real sense of um, like Abby's whole deal. And it's it's not a good one. She might be a little manic. Yep. 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 Which I guess all the signs were there before. And Jen lays down her pimp hand here. <laughs> like really, really gives her a pretty heavy slap here. Yeah. That was fucking sick. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. I was genuinely not expecting her to like, you know, throw hands. But like, yeah, she um she wanted no mistakes. Good for Jen. Pimp's love is not the same as the love of a square. <laughs> and Jen knows because she'll pimp for show. Oh, show. And it's nice to momentarily see Jen back in sort of a place of like, I'm in charge. Yeah, bitch. This, is, this is fucking Jen's world rather than yeah, like, no, you're like, Abby, you're the sidekick. Yeah. I'm the fucking lead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- there's that transition where just like, yeah, no, no. Jen's in charge. Though. The Dawson dudes do not advocate anybody hitting anybody. I do. Abby can get hit by John. All right. John advocates. Listen, this is not the first. Women. Also, this is not the first time that John has advocated for somebody to hit somebody else. <laughs> so two thirds of the Dawson dudes think you should not solve your problems with violence. I don't know. <laughs> One third of the Dawson dudes. <laughs> Let's, I'm going to take it on a case by case basis. We're at the Leary's house and uh, everybody's in the kitchen. Yep. This is probably because Joey and Dawson aren't allowed in Dawson's room anymore. Right. It's like, I guess we got to hang out down here. Do our homework. Right. And not just make out. <laughs> oh, man. The, this scene is so awkward. Before we even get to the awkward part, there's still so much uh, Joey Dawson fuck energy going on in this scene. It's like Gail's there, but they're still just like can't contain themselves. Well, it's like even more so because they've got to like keep it in check. So it's just like. Mm. It's just young love, man. Young lust. 
teenage lust. Uh, it's great to be young. Oh, but did you guys notice that on the establishing shot, the ladder's still up? Yeah, that's how Abby gets it. Yeah, and they they clamp. Well, he he knocks it down. Doss puts, puts it back, back up, up again. <laughs> and Mitch is and then, like, you know, oh, well. <laughs> Mitch is like, I'm a pretty shitty parent, whatever. We could do this for the next three days, or I could just... I'll just give up. I give up. Yeah, I give up. Or I could just throw the ladder away, because I'm a grown man, and I, no, the ladder no, belongs but then to me. What happens when I need to clean the gutters? <laughs> oh, yeah, I threw that ladder away to keep my keep my son from fingering his girlfriend. Uh, yeah. It's some, I get knocked down, but I get up again, you're never going to keep him down. Yeah, Mitch is just like, fuck it. Fuck it. I got I got my own problems. I got these Thursday problems now. Yeah, and it must be so awkward for uh, Joey here to have to uh, endure this. I mean, it's bad enough for Dawson, but yeah, it's like when you go over to your friend's house and like, and their parents are fighting <laughs> about like fucking other people. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just like so far the only thing that this Thursday night thing has accomplished is given Ga- Mitch and Gale a way to uh, yell at each other in front of Dawson by saying a Thursday thing rather than the day we go fuck other people. And it's it's like Gail and Mitch are so inappropriate in front of their child. They're sh- they're, just- they're not they're they're shitty parents in so many respects. <laughs> Dawson's a piece of shit, and they're lucky their kid has turned out as good as he has. <laughs> You're lucky your kid's a piece of shit. I, I believe John is saying he's a. He, they treat him like he's a piece of shit. No, I was saying he's still oh. kind of dumb, oh. but it could be so much worse. It could be Pacey watching pornography at work <laughs> sounds so much more dire when you call it when you say that yeah pace has a sad life and a great one yeah i mean no he one there to keep sight and no one there to tell him what to do <laughs> all the porn you want <laughs> all, yeah, all the porn a man could watch but yeah dawson is catching on here like what's, what's up with this thursday, thursday night shit you guys say it all the time and every time one of you says it it sounds mad and it's not okay guys just just letting you know I'm still here. Dawson's here. My favorite line, though, is it's called work, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. When, G- when Gail finally makes a bit of a uh, you're, you've been unemployed forever swipe. Well, because we've been wondering, like, we, Brian, you and I knew it was coming. Like, I remember. I don't, rem- I rem- I don't remember her bringing it up. No, really. Cause I remember that, like, I was like, at some point, Gail's going to drop the whole like, you motherfucker, you ain't got no job. line. I knew it was coming. I couldn't remember when it did. And when it did finally show up in this episode. I mean, it's like, did they just suddenly realize they had this, like, tool in the box? Because, right. No, because Gail's been holding it back because she did some dirty, dirty shit. She didn't want to, like, you know, like, she was trying to be, like, a good wife. And and, (laughs) And now she's like, I'm fed up with this Thursday night shit. Yeah, this Thursday shit has pushed her past the point where she feels like she's got to, like, hold back because in her head, like, the reason this is this way is because I did wrong. But, like, now she's like, all right, I've had enough of this bullshit. So uh, Joey's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I gotta go to work or something. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. You know, it's bad if Joey's like, I gotta go to work. Yeah, maybe they need help at the ice house. (laughs) It's close today. Yeah, I gotta go. (laughs) Doss is just like, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go work at the ice house too. I'm just gonna go do that. (laughs) Joey calls up the full moon thing again. Dawson's like, I don't know what's going on with my family. They're like, it's the full moon. Joey, it's not the fucking full moon. <laughs> what has it if been it the last few weeks? It's so simple. <laughs> it's serious. It's infidelity issues. It's trust no. issues. It's so many more things than something that controls the tides in the oceans. Josephine. Stick to art, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's her life's passion. Apparently. <laughs> that, she, that she found two days ago. Yeah. 
I like this next scene though, uh, with uh, Gramps trying to get yeah, hey. Jen to go to the to church. Hey, it's just a good story. You don't need, like <laughs> you don't even have to believe it. And it's the Book of John. He baptizes all those sinners. Oh shit! Yeah, holy shit! All these people getting wet. No, yeah, it's fucking yeah. It's exactly three sixteen. It was weird. Like Grabs is so stoked about this tonight. Ooh, tell me a story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and so. Although part of it is she's probably, you know, playing it up a little bit to sell it to Jennifer. Like, look how excited I am. Jennifer's uh, putting on some makeup here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's uh, getting ready for her date. And she's like, listen, Grams, I'm going to go out with a 27 year old man tonight. That's not Cliff. <laughs> no churchy tonight. Yeah, it's no churchy. I got I got a sailor date. So she stiff arms Grams and then um, she gets a visit at her door. Abby, 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 oh, Abby, Abby, Abby. The balls to like to show up at her house. No, I mean like to show up and then just walk inside. I feel like Jen would just like you know shoulder checked her. Like no, that's not happening. I think it's one of those. (laughs) It's one of those moves where it's like if you do the audacious thing without hesitation, people let it slide momentarily just because they're taking it back. Is like, wait, did you just walk in my house? Abby uh, is irritated that she's been hit. And gets uh, told to leave. Yeah. Fuck, fuck off. So uh, she kicks out Abby and... Uh, yeah, t- take a walk, Abby. And goes back to her primping and whatnot. It's Thursday night. Ooh. It's not no, Thursday it's not, night. It's not it's Saturday Thursday night. night. Saturday night, and Gail has a uh, colleague Some from asshole. out of town. Yeah. He's like, they're they're like, uh, they're, they're man in New York, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she's like the welcoming committee, basically. And uh, it's pretty clear, like, from the off the bat here that, like... Uh, this guy, there's no uh, Bob level fuck energy going on with uh, fucking Victor or whatever this dude's name is. It's not Victor. Well, uh, Mervin, Melvin, Melvin's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. This reads pretty uh, straight up business. A business in the front, party in the back. That's true. So Tamara shows yep. up. Unannounced, uninvited, unexpected. But uh, Mitch is going to use this opportunity to make Gail jealous. Yeah. Real dick move here, yeah, Mitch. Which is way to go, Mitch. You've completely fucking forgot why any of you why you're doing this entire thing, which is to uh cancel out like the jealousy of it, and your first instinct is to make Gil jealous. He invites Tamara in and go over the plans together. Tamara's like, uh, there's some weird shit going on here. <laughs> yeah, they they keep saying Thursday at each other. I had a more normal relationship with a fifteen year old than this shit. Ugh. <laughs> Next, we see Joey at the Ice House mm-hmm. drawing a uh, patron of the Ice House here. Uh, she's got it a lot better the last couple of days. It's pretty good. It's pretty darn it was good. pretty good. That was pretty good. And she was already like, <laughs> as I said last week, she's already solid for somebody who just started. You know, and I know uh, last time Brian had some criticism of uh, her illustration of Dawson not looking much like Dawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, this drawing of this old man doesn't look anything more like this old man. Looks like an old man, though. Yeah, and so the other picture looks like a blonde kid, too, but... And there's something weird about the proportions of the last one. Well, I mean, you are <laughs> you are intim- intimately familiar with the uh, the curvatures of the beak's face. Yeah. And so is I, she. I, no, I, I, I couldn't tell you what this old man looks like. Oh, it Maybe that's like a metaphor about how old people, when they get old, they sort of fade into this um, generalized look. Uh, and they stop for mattering, people. yeah. Yeah, because they, they don't matter well, anymore. They definitely stop mattering to Joey. She does not like this dude. <laughs> like Fucking add, leave. But add him to the list of people Joey doesn't like. John and Joey have a lot of common. I don't like you either. <laughs> oh, I like this, this person. Not coming into my house. <laughs> 
Both hate the service industry. Yes. Jack is being an idiot. Yep. Do, <laughs> being, doing some origami. Being a doofus. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was just like the direction he got. It's just like, I don't know, doof around a bit. We'll catch it. Put these things on your fingers. Yeah. Jack wants to know what why Joey's so pissed off. No, I mean all the time. No, like, yeah, no, in a general sense. Not right now. <laughs> I like how Jack talks about work too. So it's like, you don't like being a waitress, huh? Yeah, really? You think? And I I like how he talks about having a job like he's clearly never had one before. Right. And he probably will never have to have one again. No. Yeah. He talks about it like it's like 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 a fun vacation. It's it's a novelty to him. Like (laughs) this is is me uh, like pretending to work at a store. Yeah. She she tries to blame the moon and he's like, no, 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 no. I don't mean today. Why are you always the angriest person I know? Right. Apparently, Jen's date is just at Jen's house. Ballsy, Jen. He, he, uh, she knows that, like, uh, hey, Grams is out for this Bible study. There's no way she's leaving that early. I've got some time. Yeah, so Vincent's, like, communicates how complicated he is. Uh, you know, he's... Because he wants to go to law school. He's up for law school. <laughs> and she's like, really? What? Oh, you're real deep. Huh. Law school, huh? I feel like it, I feel like it does it for her. It definitely c- continues to get her in trouble, though, because she's she left. I feel like I feel like that revelation makes her let her guard down a little bit. It's like, oh, he's like a nice boy, except he's a man and men all want the same thing. You dumb fuck. It's that thing where he's just like the second uh, that he's like, listen, I'm not just a sexy man on a boat. I ha- I've had I have aspirations. It makes it makes him seem more real. She's into it, even though like in this scene. And every scene he's been he's been in, uh, I don't know what it is. But it was like I don't know. I don't trust this guy. It's charming though. Yeah, exactly. That that might be part of it. Nobody else in this town is charming. But like I liked Anderson in the first season. He was charming. But uh, this time with Vincent, I'm uh, I'm I'm side eyeing him a little bit. He's a cl- he's a clearly an adult. That, yeah, yeah. But Vincent is boyishly charming. I mean, not Vincent a- Anderson, yeah. but like Vincent is like man. I'm a man. <laughs> Yeah, and it makes you feel all sorts of weird things inside you, so it makes you uncomfortable. It's possible. Quite possible. Jen knows, Jen's into it, but she knows that, like, uh-oh, this, is, this, this, is, this isn't 100% right. Sometimes you want to feel wrong. Yeah, and that's that's been sort of Jen this season, where it's like... uh trying trying to embrace trying to embrace some wrong next we see dawson walks downstairs and sees his parents entertaining two different people of the opposite sex and it's like right. what is going on in this house what is this dueling like dueling infidelity one of these people used to be my teacher who fucked pacey <laughs> yeah i don't know what the fuck is going on in my living room right now yeah like it th- this this is just like another scene where it's just like dawson's home life is not on its way to making any more sense to him. And then Mitch and Gail get into it again. What's his nuts and tomorrow just like, what's happening right now? Bad all around. Not good. Not good. I feel bad for Dawson the most. Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit about uh, tomorrow. You, you, you've got your comeuppance. It's fine. Uh, other dude is like, oh, well, it's a. Well, they both get to leave. Yeah, they get to bail. This is still Dawson's house. This is like, I gotta live here. Yeah, Dawson's not gonna be like, I'm gonna move into the video store with Dawson. Could with you Bacy. imagine? Living with your parents and they decide to have an open relationship, like how fucked up that would make you. Especially because you've not been apprised of of like any of the other details, like and then they just come to you. It's like sometimes you're going to see other weird people here. It's just like, especially you go from this house that's like seemingly stable and pretty pretty traditional structurally to just chaos. 
just like just like pussy coming in and out dick coming in and out yeah <laughs> like just like parents are fighting there's just random men and women everywhere all the time this is abuse yeah close to it right it's at the very least instability <laughs> this is the kind of household that like uh the state ends up fucking removing a kid from right and that breeds men who go to wall street and treat women like shit because fuck them <laughs> this is the upbringing that you get and you come into like wall street and just like grab pussy now yeah. at this point they're lucky that dawson has these romantic notions straight from spielberg movies because if he hadn't yeah he'd be fucking dicaprio in uh uh wall street or something pacey arrives at andy's house mm-hmm. hold on before he gets up to pacey gets to andy's house dawson fucking finally leaves the room and gets upstairs and he finds abby in his room with binoculars just chilling yeah so yeah he sees abby and that kind of and it ends real quick they don't they don't really get to it till a little bit later what's going like, right explore that more but she's definitely there which is why they this which is why they've shown the ladder up against the house so many times so far. Foreshadowing. Yeah. God, what a night. Yeah, no shit. Like you got you got this uh the your home is collapsing on the first floor and you're just like, well, at least I can go to my room where uh which is with my sanctuary of uh Spielberg posters. It's like, what the fuck? Abby, you're not a part of my life. Why are you here? Dude, I don't know, man. If it were me, I know like Dawson, like uh, you know, the a running theme of Dawson's Creek is there are no adults or authority figures who are responsible or care at all. But if I walked up, if I walked into my bedroom and there was a person there who I knew but wasn't friends with and running my circle, I might turn around and go back to the stairs and go, hey, mom and dad, people who, you know, I know you guys are doing things, but there's a person in the house uninvited. Could you guys call the cops or do an adult thing right now on this? Like, uh, that's not how I would react it. Uh, that's how I'd react. It's not like Pacey's there and being, it's not like, hey, Pacey's here and he's annoying or whatever. Or Jen's here and trying. she's trying to, like, throw herself at me. It's like, hey, this person I go to school with is here, but I don't fucking know this person. Call the cops. Do a thing. He does know her. But that would also imply that Dawson would have any faith uh, in his parents, uh, like, knowing or just, like, bothering to do parent stuff. Like, I think he has I think he has lost the ability to know that. He's not, you're not a call the cops on somebody you don't think it's a, th- like, he doesn't think Abby's a threat. I uh, call the cops. No, nah, it's like a s- semi attractive girl in your room. Yeah. Let's see where this goes first. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool. Let's see where this goes. So, what's up? Why don't you put down those binoculars for a second? You know what Talk I mean? Like, me. Imagine if a semi attractive girl that you went to high school with, have interacted with, shows up in your room. You're going to call the cops? I might. I'd give it a minute. <laughs> Yeah, right? You see where this goes. Chris, we used to show up to your house all the time. All the time. <laughs> before I was before I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So yeah, now Pacey is at uh Andy's door. Her mom opens the door and uh, welcomes Pacey in, but apparently uh Andy's not home. Yeah, what are you doing, Andy? There was a little miscommunication. Oh, that's right. And uh so Pacey showed up at the house. Yeah, I should have texted her. I don't have cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. That's and the Andy, joke I'm uh, making. Good joke. No, it's not a good joke. Don't. It's not funny. No, it was supposed to, that was supposed to sound more sarcastic. Than uh, two out of three Dawson dudes like it. It's in. Leave it in. <laughs> That's not how it works. It only matters a one out of three Dawson dudes. The dude who does it. the fucking editing. <laughs> yeah. It's not a democracy. Yeah, no kidding. Get some weird energy from uh, Andy's mom here. Yeah. Pacey's just kind of going with it. It's kind of weird for a first date, but all right, I'll set the table. Yeah, why not? <laughs> this is probably the most welcome Pacey's ever felt, you know? I'm sure the Learys are welcoming to Pacey. So we're at the Ice House, and uh, there's just no business yep. going on, and uh, 
They're just staring at the lobsters. Yeah, Jack's knocking on it because fish like that. <laughs> they could. We don't know what fish think. They don't think nothing. They're dumb. And then uh, there's like some weird electrical pulse that. Yeah, like an EMP. Like they. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Uh, they detonated a nuclear bomb nearby. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, it's like in the red uh, red dawn too. Electric boogaloo. The only thing that's damaged is uh, this uh, the lobster tank filtration. The filtration on the uh, lobster tank, and then Andy shows up, and it's like, "Where's Pacey? This your fucking house, man." <laughs> it's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that." <laughs> and uh, she's freaking out, yeah, because of you know. So there's a lot of foreshadowing here of uh, yeah, of what's to come. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is, it can't be good. Or it's gonna be it's gonna be big, at least. At the very you think least. that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, well, with the reaction that Andy gives, you're just like, oh shit, what's happening? What's gonna what's gonna like if if uh the fucking Leary house is going nuts, like what's about to happen at Andy's place? Don't you know her mom chops up people and hides them in the basement? And, yeah. Yeah. Like you think That's it's why we're like, not rich anymore. <laughs> yeah, like you think it's pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, you know, she runs back to uh her house and Joey and Jack here just trying to save the lobsters. Yeah, this fucking because uh, nonsense. <laughs> the whole uh, fate of the ice houses if these lobsters stay alive or not. They've got a, they've got all their their collateral in these lobsters. Maybe I bet they have a lot of capital tied up in those in live lobster though. I mean, it, it, I mean for wholesale a, lobsters though, they can't be that much. Hundreds of dollars. Yeah, you know, that's not that much money. <laughs> I know, it's like if uh, you bought like a whole order of like steak or something, like a uh, you know. And their tank blew up. Your fr- or your fridge fucked up, and like all your steaks, right, went bad. Yeah, except more sensitive and le- like, uh, you know, frozen steaks will be okay for a while while you get shit sorted out. But like those lobsters got to be uh, kept living. I get it. No, I get it. Razor thin margins. Not on lobster, man. And uh, Jack's idea is to uh, throw them back in the ocean. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> we'll get them again. <laughs> uh, we're back at the date with Jen and Vincent. Ah, yes. They're doing some sexy talk. Yeah. T- t- do- doing that doing that thing on a date to talk about fucking. <laughs> I really thought this story with his Vincent story about how he picked up the uh, the tranny in New Orleans was going to end with, yeah, and he sucked a good dick, you know? I can't argue with it. She. She. You can't say that they're either he or she. Only the person gets to identify who they are. That's true. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. So don't be so heteronormative. I am so heteronormative. It's always been You're like the most heteronormative person (laughs) I know. That's true. How silly of me. They're uh, really using this pie as a sex prop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're in like 98, 99 now. Like there's a, uh, you know, there's American pie. Like all of a sudden sexual pies have become a a cultural hallmark. Finger licking and dipping the finger in the pie. Yeah, which is, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> surreal uh, not sexy <laughs> i'll tell i'll tell you that much just watching it is like i know what you're trying to do <laughs> so you guys are not you guys are not into the uh the jam on the lips kind of thing uh no jamming on the lips jam jamming <laughs> on the lips yeah no not at all i mean i'm not against it but it it just it, it doesn't it, they don't do it well and i'm i'm like pretty much as a rule like i'm not like a sexy like food guy <laughs> like anytime i'm trying to like use food like sexually like it, it doesn't do anything for me what about a sandwich no sandwich so you like take a bite of a sandwich, a bite of like, a sandwich and, like you wink <laughs> like you're like you get like uh one of those um good sandwiches that we get over oh uh, it's uh the fucking santa monica yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah that's a sexual experience but that's just that's that's the sandwich in me like i don't need i don't need anybody yeah, but else then imagine on top of it you're fucking something nah man it's too much it's too much stimulus <laughs> no thanks because then I probably got to share the sandwich with her. 
No, say BYO sandwich. Yeah, bring your own base cities. Finger in the pie here. It's not doing it for me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. John, is it doing it for you? Um, you know, I don't know, man. Like, um, does it does a scene feel sexy to you? A little bit. It does. It's got some good fuck energy. Uh, I feel um, it, it's hard for me to. Uh, again, I've been trying to do the suspend disbelief, but like, yeah, yeah, this guy's old. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to like trying to that's like top of the mind for you read between the lines of romance and uh sexuality here by knowing that this man is committing a crime onto this person right yeah i don't know he's spitting game he is very charming sure yeah and very good looking yeah but uh yeah that that kind of like was on my mind too like it's like oh, he's so much older than her she's like a, like a, an adult yeah he just looks so much older yeah well if you assume he's saving for law school i mean what we guess in 25 26 let's say he's graduated from college right so sure. he's over 21 at least right let's just say 23 yeah i'm saying still, 23 to 25 still is like he looks 30. He looks older than Billy. Yeah, he looks older than Billy. Yeah, it's just like, this is, this is, um, yeah, this is an older than Billy person. Because <laughs> Billy hasn't decided to save up for law school yet. In the, in the episode before, Jen's like, she, she's, he's old enough to be your dad, Abby. So next we see Jen is spying from Her, Dawson's house on Abby's, the date. That, Abby is spying. Abby, yeah. That's why she's in Dawson's room. She wants to see what's going on. She wants to spy. Abby's um, too, being super creepy in Dawson's room. She tells Dawson, don't worry, your parents will get divorced and then everything will be perfect. Right? It's like some weird, like, harsh, real talk that's, like, mean, but, like, also kind of true and but it's 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 the most real thing anyone said to dawson is like look dawson your fucking parents are going to get divorced things will be better when it happens because clearly they can't trust one another it's like when you drink when you've you're drinking and you've gotten to that point where you feel nauseous and feel like you're going to throw up but you keep trying to you just drink more no you keep trying to stop yourself from throwing up no just go throw up you'll feel better and then keep drinking because life is meaningless and then you'll be fine you can drink more i feel like things will be fine for gail oh yeah that's true Mitch got no income, no place to stay. Right, so Mitch is hoping that they can split everything 50-50, because like, all of a sudden he's got like 50% of Gail's shit. Nah, man, Gail's like, we sign prenup. If you ain't no punk. <laughs> say, <laughs> it's like, say, we want prenup, and Gail's like, we, we want, want prenup. prenup. <laughs> so uh, back to Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Where the fuck are we? Where uh, where Abby's in Dawson's room with the binoculars. Oh, yeah, and he should fucking push her off the roof when he puts her outside. Well, but before that, she uh, tries to get a little fresh of Dawson here. Yeah, so a little get back at Jen fuck action going on from Abby yeah. Morgan. A- Abby Abby has the same move that Jen does, gives uh, <laughs> gives Dawson a massage. Brilliant. Girl starts touching you that you're near that age, you don't know what to do. I want to rub your shoulders, that must mean something. I don't know, these chicks are 0 for 2 in massaging Dawson. He, like, he knows what to do. Dawson is just too nice of a guy. Stop touching me. <laughs> I think most 15-year-old boys, this would be pretty hard. No, yeah. Both, both times, I'd have, I'd have been like, all right. But anyway, Abby's, uh, Abby's trying to get in there. Dawson's like, nah. And then Abby's just like, can you just like pretend we did to like tell Jen we hooked up so that to fuck with her? You know, I, I flip back and forth because I kind of like Abby here. She's kind of really? fun, right? She's <laughs> kind of being fun right now. <laughs> Abby adds more to every scene than she takes away from Like, her. I hate, I didn't like her being a bully to Kenny in the last uh, right. couple of epi- whatever episode that was. Yeah. No, but this fucking crazy nonsense she does now where she's just in Dawson's room and then tries to like fuck him a little bit. That's, that's Her hilarious. Agent of chaos within these four. You're into it. <laughs> I kind of enjoy it. Cause like they're such squares, you know, they need something to like shake it up a little bit, but then you, know, I go back and forth. I go right. back and forth. 
But I mean, at this point, like fucking, I mean, Dawson's got enough nonsense going on it on his plate at this moment. Yeah, he does. It might not be the best time to agent of chaos, Dawson. It's never the right time, Chris. <laughs> That's know? true. Well, the night is the right time. And Abby's uh, just digaff all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I like I like her attitude. <laughs> If not always her approach. So Dawson has thrown is like she's like he's like kicking Abby out of the house if she's trying to fuck him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's like, whatever, like we'll just like it'll be fine. We don't tell Joey. Whatever. Just tell Jen. Or tell Joey we're in an open relationship. And like that's where Dawson starts fucking fucking shit together in his head. Yeah. Because then is when he storms downstairs and decides to like uh close some doors, sit Mitch and Gail down and be like, Hey guys. Is this what's happening? Does your sixteen year old son really have to like be asking these questions of you right now mom dad have you decided to try to mend right. your uh relationship by fucking other people and i'm the one who's got to bring that shit to light well did you want us to tell you <laughs> yes and no <laughs> yeah, that's what we thought like <laughs> no that's the thing is it's like there's no good way for this to happen <laughs> yeah there is you know you keep your mouth shut we know we keep our mouth shut and we never talk about it this is be just one of those family things that everybody knows but nobody talks about it's okay we'll be divorced soon anyway <laughs> and it won't matter mitch and gail need to be looking at each other and thinking what are we doing? Like, yeah. our child is lecturing us. Yeah, this is where we're at. This was going to be the thing that fixed it. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe really question, is this worth fixing? Yeah, we're back with Jen and Vincent. And uh, yeah, things are getting a little steamy. Yeah, he starts getting a little rapey here, too. They call that sailor style. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's on some, oh, this has gone far enough. And then she's like, I'm 16! I'm 16! <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> and then the, at the perfect time is when the I'm 16 is reinforced by uh, Graham Amy. Yeah, Graham bouncing into the scene. And yeah, it's uh, curtains for Vincent. Graham's is like, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. Like, I believe her. Like, I wouldn't fuck with Graham's right now. And he's just like, yep, I'm out. Peace. I'll try to be a lawyer. That's one of the things they don't let you be a lawyer and do. Yeah. I'm trying to save some money, catch some fish, get some tang. I'm not into high school girls per se. Yeah. We cut to Pacey at Andy's house. Looking at uh, looking at pictures and Andy shows up. But before this, John, the uh the photos of the two people who we haven't met are not the two people we meet later. Oh, is it not Tim and the guy who ends up playing Andy's dad? Nope. They're two blonde dudes. I didn't notice. I mean I can remember what the dad looks like. I can't remember what Tim is supposed Tim to be. Tim has about. brown hair. He does not have okay, I remember that. Yeah, he's kinda tall. The father here is like kinda like fat. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a way skinny dad. <laughs> I did not realize that. This Dawson dude will have to review. So uh, Andy shows up, and she's like, we gotta the fuck out of here. We gotta go. Pacey's like, what's going on? <laughs> Pacey, like, finally fucking feels comfortable somewhere. It's like, it seems like he, he knows that, like, Andy, there's, like, he clearly seems to know that something's, like, a little bit off with Andy's mom. You know, it's like, this doesn't seem quite right. But it's still fucking better than most of my life. So maybe I'll just leave like, your mom's being nice. I'm gonna meet your brother and your dad and... I don't know where Jack is, but I've met that guy. He's fine. He's probably hanging out with Joey. That sucks for him. Uh, but yeah. Well, he's just trying to be polite. Like, you know, yeah, you, it's not an animal. In scene one, you meet mom. You can't just leave. You have to say goodbye. Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, well, we got to say goodbye. We're not going to stay here. And- yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a monster. <laughs> he's like, no, it's fine. It's cool. It's chill. Whatever. She won't realize it. Nobody knows. And then she like kind of just breaks out and be like, Tim's, Tim's dead. dead. He's not fucking upstairs. And uh, Chris, can I ask, did you see that? No. Your thoughts here. Did you, did you see any of that coming? I did not see that coming. I like, I figured it was going to be something like, I don't know, like t- uh, Tim uh, is like a crossdresser or like handicapped or something. <laughs> 
Eli Tim was gonna be a crossdresser. No, like I thought it was gonna be like like she's gonna dress up like Tim and walk downstairs and be like, I'm Tim. Hi, Pacey. I'm Tim. Right. No, but like I. You think Andy was gonna wait? You think Andy was gonna go dress up as no. Tim? No, the mom. mom. Like a rev- like a reverse cycle. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, I just thought it was going to be something, like, uh, I knew there was going to be some kind of reveal, but I assumed that there would be a Tim there to reveal it. Tim's handicapped on a very special episode of Dawson's Creek. And the whole gang has to play uh, basketball in wheelchairs to uh, bring this to light. Saved by the bell. Saved by the bell. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, that was a surprising reveal. They'll cut back to the ice house. The lobsters are uh, gonna die. The tank doesn't get fixed. Jack does not know how to do anything. Yeah, um, Mr. Just Learned to Wash Plates, for some reason, he's not very useful in this situation. Yeah, nice going, Einstein. Yeah, but I do like how the uh, the salty seaman gives uh, what's like classic IT guy advice. Yeah, have you tried to plug in? Computers weren't a big part of our lives yet. No. And then they start talking about the old man like he's like not five feet away from yeah, them. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like Joey is like ugly old man. And Joey's super mean. <laughs> yeah. This guy's not being like troublesome or yelling at him or whatever. Like, sure, he's not buying a lot of shit from you, but he's also not causing you any trouble. Hey, thanks for the help. Are you going to fuck off, <laughs> please? Yeah. But then Jack is like, mm, maybe he doesn't have a wife to go home to. Yeah. Or a kid. They all get like really like sad about like, oh, this guy's life. And he could just turn around and like, I have an amazing life. I just wanted to sit here. And then just like that, he's gone. Look at you, Spacey. Don't look at Spacey. He's going to try to fuck you. When they go over to the table, it looks like uh, Jack realizes that the guy has left them uh, some cash money. But before that, Joey's like, he didn't even leave a tip. Listen, man, fuck off, but leave money. <laughs> because Joey is such an attentive service personnel, ser- service uh, industry employee. But he does. He 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 leaves $100. <laughs> and Joey's like, <laughs> rich. $100 and then there's a fucking poem. <laughs> there's a fucking poem. About love lost and like, you know, uh, biding your time. And- this is ridiculous. This guy mysteriously disappears. Here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> he gives him a hundred dollars. He's been writing this poem this whole time and he sees these two and he's like, oh, I hope these two aren't filled with the regret of, of love lost like I am. I'm right. going to give them this. I like, they inspired me to write this poem. So I was like, hey, what does it take for fucking Joey to cheat on Dawson? A hundred dollars in a poem? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I feel like he kissed her. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. too. No, I mean, like... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, she, you could yeah. be... Somebody could kiss you, and it's like that thing where, like, oh, you see a stranger in your house, and you're just shocked at first, and then you push him away. They've been kind of hinting that, like, Jack has feelings for Joey here. Right. Yeah, but poorly... And, yeah, he likes, and he likes art, too. Jack's a doofus. Jack is a doofus. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't, he might have read some of those uh, signs of Joey, like, right. and also, he doesn't know Dawson. That's true. Jack doesn't know Dawson. Shit. You're all fair game to me. <laughs> the scene here where they kiss, there's a, yeah, the full moon prominent behind yeah. them. I mean, it does kind of look like Joey kisses back a little, but I get caught up in the moment. She doesn't not kiss back. <laughs> You get caught up in the moment. That's your. That that's your. It's the full that's moon. Fine. It's the full moon. Santa Listen, wins. the Santa Ana winds are Santa going. Winds are kicking up. Your hair's blowing everywhere. Yeah, a stranger kisses you. You, you get caught up, and I think that Joey has his reaction, and she's like, "Oh shit." Whoops. <laughs> no, I don't think Joey has any kind of like negative reaction. Maybe she didn't want to kiss him, but Joey, Joey, Joey's the kind of lady who, if she were terribly opposed to this idea, remember when Pacey kissed her a couple episodes back? Pacey is gross. And he, and he kisses her like huge full on. And it's like, she hadn't kissed anybody yet. I don't know, man. Joe, uh, Jack just kissed Joey in like the frame of the full moon. That's pretty fucking romantic. But 
I, Joey d- is like upset though. She like pulls away and it's acting like nothing's like she's cleaning. But That's if, how I know Joey's ever, upset. But the, yeah, but if there's ever been a thing Joey's not short of, it's fucking words. So I think the reason maybe she's not uh, reacting the same way that she would uh, had the way Pacey kissed her is that maybe she does feel a little bit of this kind of draw to him. Because- yeah, no, I do think there's something between them. I'm not ready to to put the A on on uh joey yet. the red a sure yeah let's feel it out we're back at uh the dawson lecturing his parents yep thursday night oh maybe you should do it on thursday night you assholes that is such a fucked up thing to have like they keep throwing that thursday reference dawson twice and goes hey what does that mean what are thursdays mom mom dad, dad? anyone <laughs> in this moment instead of being like Dawson, we're sorry we brought you into this. Right. We're sorry you're a part of this now. Yeah. They continue to fight with each other and blame each other for the situation. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, for, okay, getting, getting ahead of our recap, um, I enjoyed this episode a great deal. Um, and I like that this Mitch and Gail thing is getting hashed out, but it's so fucking dumb the way they do it though. It, everything like they just turn everything up to 12, like all at once. I figured whenever they were going to have it out, that it was going to be at this volume. Well, I mean, they had it out once big in the hurricane episode and it was like, it just kind of ebbed back from there, you know, none of it got fixed. So like it was destined to like build up again. Yeah. It's called resentment. Yeah. Which is clear in pretty much every interaction they have. Mitch is really going ideal here. Like, just like, I want a chance to have another uh, hurricane style be be mad at you thing. Really upsets Gail and she runs off and Dawson is like, you have to either forgive her. But I think, okay, so the thing that has been happening in this episode that I've been waiting for, Gail has finally started uh, throwing down on Mitch like the... You ain't got a job, motherfucker. Right. Like, that's been a major theme, which came out like... I got a loan! (laughs) A business loan! Like, she's come out, like, real hard on it in this episode so far. He deserves it. Dawson is trying to make a case for his mother here. He's like, you have to forgive her. She made a mistake. But if you love her and you want to be with her, you have to forgive her. She's been trying to make this work with you, and you have not given it a fair chance. I think at first... Mitch is like he does his like turnaround where he's like I know seeing Dawson go go to bat for Gale is definitely was definitely striking. Listen, Gale was wrong. Yeah, Gale did dirty, and you're gonna be upset at her. Sure, but he's seen her try in the last past how many weeks, months to make this to work, genuinely work on it, yeah. and seen Mitch not fully participating and not not meet her effort. Right. And I'm not saying that it's an easy thing for Mitch to do and Mitch should just do it. Like right. it's like there is some naivete on Dawson's part of how easy it is to forgive somebody, you know? Right. You haven't ever been betrayed, Dawson. You don't know how hard that could be. And I think we'll soon find out with what happened tonight at the Ice House, you know? Right. Can Dawson really forgive? Can you follow your own advice, Dawson? Mitch breaks down here. Yeah. It's kind of a moving scene. Mitch kills this. Like I was I was impressed. Oh man, the whole story about like, you know, learning things from his dad and not learning what to do when his wife cheated on him because he never knew to ask. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that was that Yeah, was Mitch rough. does a great job here. Yeah, Mitch Mitch kills this one. This juxtaposition between the black and white world of when you're young and you're night, you don't really understand that like everything's wrong or right, everything's black or, black or white, and like maybe this thing is a lot more gray than it is. Not right. just all Mitch's fault. It's not all Gail's fault. There's a lot of gray area here, and it's not easy for any of them. They just don't know how to navigate this because. Nobody thinks about this kind of stuff. Like, nobody thinks, well, one day my wife's going to cheat on me. I should, like, figure out how, what is the most proper way to, like, go about. How do I feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they're both trying to figure it out. 
and it's just sometimes you don't do the right thing. And, right. you know, I think when he, Mitch tells Dawson this story about, you know, my, my dad did teach me, but I never asked him how to handle this. I think maybe Dawson's getting a sense of like, oh, maybe it's not that easy. I mean, it's not that easy. Right. Just, you don't just know how to do that automatically. <laughs> right. And that maybe the world's not as black and white and not one person's always at fault. Right. Good scene. Yeah, real good. Uh, cut to uh, Jen on the porch. She's like working her way through what just happened. Jen, a lot of shit just happened for Jen. I mean, other than Graham's catching her like, a, you know, fucking around with this dude. It's like she kind of got in a weird close to be rape situation. I mean, she was kind of trying to tell this guy no, and this guy's kind of like... Yeah, she's ra- she's rattled. <laughs> I think more than that, it's, it's, it is like getting caught by Gramps probably is like, like PTSD of like getting caught by her parents, you know? Sure. Like yeah, and, probably, becomes, and, and um, they bring that up pretty quick here. You know, there's like, like it mirrors that, and it's like mm. she came all the way to Cape Side to only do but, that again to to get caught to get caught trying to date some dude to only have that happen again, and that's the one thing she didn't want. She didn't want to be that Jen anymore. Right. She wanted to be a different Jen. She wanted to date the nice kid, and it just didn't work out. Meanwhile, and there's a fucking like, rapey sailor who got chased away by her grandma. Like she must be thinking, maybe that's just who I am. Right. Grams comes out. Right about now, and she is pissed as fuck. You gotta quit hoeing. Yeah, but Gram- yeah, Grams comes out and is just basically like, listen, yeah, stop, yeah, stop throwing your pussy around like this. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to feel about this scene personally. It's like, is Grams being like the right kind of real talk on her? But like, look, you're gonna knock this shit off or, or, or we're done. Or is she making it too much about her? Like, you're not going to disrespect me, Jennifer, or disrespect yourself, Jennifer. Uh- I mean, because. Oh, it's no. hard to blame Grams, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's in charge. She's responsible for this kid. You know, I get that. And she is doing exactly like what she had been like. What her charge was to uh, prevent to watch Jen continue her cycle. I mean, it's it's upsetting. Yeah, yeah. This is like this is as real talk as I as I can give. You. Like, you're not like Grams. Is like, you're not my peer. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm in charge. I'm in charge of you. There are rules, Jen. Yeah, I'm the boss of you. And your parents let you be wild and not have any rules. And this is not what is going to happen here. You live in my house. You have to respect me. I'm not down for that. (laughs) This ain't my shit. Some weirdo on my porch. This isn't our porch. This is my porch. And it shouldn't be your shit. Right. And I also get where, you know, Jen's coming from. Sure. Where she's like, listen, I know how to handle that situation. If you hadn't come in, it still would have been fine. You know, I would have been which dead somewhere. Seem, which, which is, yeah, which is a part of my questions for this scene because, Oh, I had it under control. No, nah, I don't, I, I don't, not so much. It didn't seem so much though. So. I don't know. I think if, when she told him he, she was 16, it seemed like he was like, Oh shit. <laughs> it's a Trump card. Yeah. But that's kind of a, uh, all or nothing kind of hail Mary right there. Um, it's like, I'm 16. Oh shit. Or I'm 16. Yeah, like oh, if good. you if you play that like, card I mean, and the dude's like, yeah, wrong. I know. <laughs> right. Whatever. Right, yeah. But like I mean, I think that's like a, one of the things that happens to, to teenagers a lot when I think like adults do it with because they forget. Like people are capable like you're there are teenagers who are capable of taking care of themselves. Like sure. I think Jen's trying to say, like, listen, I've been through way worse than this shit. Like I've been through scarier situations than this. You know? You know, people don't always give teenagers like a like credit credit for being able to like handle stuff the show is kind of this episode in particular is kind of showing like just because you're a fucking adult doesn't mean you know how to live your life at all right like right 
all the adults are kind of like in flux, straight, you know, or just straight fucking up. Yeah, yeah. you know. So yeah. it's just like it's a good point, especially in this situation. Like, like if it was role reverse, like if there's Tamara and Pacey, mm-hmm. we feel very different about the scene. Sure. Like we might be still like that's ah, gross, you know. Yeah, but we don't see Tamara as so much of a as much creeper like even like for myself like he just seems like such more of a predator sure than tamara does well i think and i mean um i'm just speaking for myself i think part of it i think part of it is just the pure physicality of it like if that situation is happening jen doesn't want it to go any farther jen yells i'm 16 if that doesn't work like like vincent could just like physically overpower her and it goes much differently like that's that's what's in, that's what's in my head at least in comparison to yeah, like it's like like it's Pacey like, and Tamara yeah. it's just a pure but, like just a pure physicality of it because he's stronger than her yeah but that doesn't mean like she can't take care of herself also I think like this happens to a lot of women where like oh you're just like like a small woman you can't handle yourself because right. big men can take can take advantage of you it's like no just because i'm like petite and smaller doesn't mean i can't protect myself no, and handle I I'm, myself. Just, I'm just i'm just saying that that was what was that was what was uh, yeah. uh while watching it that's what's in my head right yeah but i'm just saying like it happens a lot with women where people think less of them physically just sure. because they're smaller sure but then i was thinking about this like yeah when it's a male with a younger person's a male we feel differently about it mm-hmm. and like if, even if we think it's gross but if you flip it again and if it's a male adult and a male child immediately we think that's war like that's oh, sure. now this is like gross because it's gay because it's gay yeah right yeah, and yeah, now yeah. it's like like it, like all of a sudden now we're like okay now he's even more of a predator because he's not supposed to be even if because uh, there's a small part in people in the back of some people's head where it's like he shouldn't be doing this at all no matter how yeah, old the other person yeah, like is if, like if it was vincent and pacey <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> like we like it's weird how like, like hang him <laughs> yeah 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 like yeah, how yeah. in society and like even as people who are aware of this, we still have these feelings. And, like, it's, like, it's strange. It's, like, yeah. No. Pacey, Tamara, we're, like, eh, it's gross. It's wrong. We don't have that same, like, instinct to protect Pacey. Sure. Like, we want to protect Jen. But if... I want to protect Pacey. <laughs> but we turn, you know, Tamara into Vincent and Pacey, and all of a sudden, it just looks different. It feels different. Yeah. And it's just like, all the societal things that have been ingrained into us that, like... You know, like men are predators, sure. gay men especially are considered predators. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, it's all this like kind of fucked, a lot of fucked yeah, up shit fucked that up. we think about like gay men and like, you know, it's just weird. No, it's yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm not saying either like whatever you feel or don't feel it's wrong or right, but it's like, it's interesting how if you reverse roles, how we change our opinions. Our opinion of the thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, interesting. But yeah, so we leave Jen just crying on the porch. Crying the on the steps. porch. Quick shot Steps of, here. Quick shot of the moon so you know what's up. <laughs> I feel bad for whose Jen. Fault, whose fault this is? It's the moon. Yeah, I feel bad for Jen. I don't, like, you don't, like, uh, what do you, like you said, like, I don't, what can Grams do? What can Jen do? Like, I, yeah. Right. You know, like. Just, just keep, keep on keeping on, I guess. Yeah, you just kind of have to, like, keep going. Yeah, right? shrug, yeah shrug, that, uh, shrug that one off. Rub some dirt on it. Some awkwardness at the ice house here. Mm-hmm. And who comes by? Mr. Leary himself, Mr. Dawson. Leary. Big D. Yeah, so uh, Dawson comes by and Jack's gets, a little, <laughs> gets yeah. a little hug from uh, uh, Joey here. And then Jack uh, Jack's like, hey, take off. I'll clean up. Joey uh, turns around and kind of looks at him. Yeah, a mm, little bit of a look. Mm, I don't know. We are... Uh, at Andy's house. Andy's house. And- She's telling the story of... Uh, Tim. 
What's her, what's her brother's Tim. name? Team. Tim. Team. Team. <sighs> Looks like Tim passed away in a car accident. Is that the story? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, which caused uh, their mom to go go crazy, which caused uh, their pappy to leave. He yeah, he kind of split, just like kind of Jack, like Jack kind of emotionally split at the same time, hmm. just kissing ladies left and right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been stealing pre- girlfriends all and up to the coast. <laughs> they started calling him Mister Steal Your Girl. What's that mean? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's sad, sad story. It's uh, having to tell somebody who you are attracted to and just met. It's just like, like I how fucked up your shit is. I don't really want, want to tell you all this. I barely know you. Yeah, and Pacey's like, I don't even want to hear all this. This is too complicated. But Pacey, Pacey's pretty. Pacey's all supportive in this scene. Yeah, because um, I thought about this a lot while this was happening. It's like you want to make Pacey a good character. Give him somebody who's more fucked up than he is. He he's that classic like uh, I'm gonna fix you kind of relationship guy. You know like that Coldplay song. But it's fix Andy you. that fixes Pacey. But Pacey tries to fix Andy too. Andy's got all kinds of emotional issues. So you would kind of say a mutual fixing of each other. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, go out on a limb here and reveal uh, maybe part of the reason why I pursued bad relationships for a long time. Mm-hmm. You fucking can't fix people. Shit doesn't work. It works don't, on this. Don't. It works at Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Wait, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Ba 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 ba. She she fixes him. <laughs> yeah, I love a good. She makes him a better person. Oh. I don't know. She fixes him. Right. Good enough. Pacey goes in and she's like, "Hey, let me give you a hug," and she's like, "No." And Pacey forcefully hugs her. Oh yeah. So no means no, Pacey. No does mean no, Pacey. Disappointing. Or what are the 90s we called? Just being a nice guy. <laughs> Just being a nice guy. Force some hugs on people. <laughs> because she really does want him to hug her. Say it out loud. <laughs> Learn a little bit about consent. Pacey and Andy here, and he's breaking down, and he's uh, he's being a good guy. Yeah, a couple, couple breakdowns in this episode. I mean, it's a lot to take in. Yeah, like, there's a lot you, of shit going she on. She just met this girl, and she's just like, yeah, my family is nuts. <laughs> I mean, part of it is probably just like, sweet, I'm not the only family that's fucked up. Yeah, so uh, Joey and Dawson walking back to his house. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the roof, just like they called open. I like I when they were both climbing up the ladder. I didn't know where they were going at first because we Dawson doesn't climb the ladder to his own house. Well, he can't go to the but, front door. Shit's shit's, yeah. shit's all yeah, fucked out there. Like, he does fucked inter- out there. No, it's a metaphor, man. He's an interloper in his own house right now because it's so fucking crazy. <laughs> well, then he does say like, "I don't want to go inside." It's yeah, fucking yeah. nuts in there. Joey doesn't Joe. She say something like, "Let's can we just forget about tonight or something." She said that last week. She's always trying to forget. Yeah, she's like, "Can we just, can we just uh, get, just uh, get past this?" Yeah, she says, I'm, "I'm having a really, I had a really weird night too. Can we just like forget about everything?" Yeah. yeah well, I think part, yeah, it's it, part of it's that, and the other is just like maybe for a second she looks at Dawson and is just like, "He's taken in a lot tonight. I don't think I got, I don't think I got the heart to uh, throw another thing on the pile." And I don't think she actually knows how she feels. That's all. That's that's also very true. So it's confusing. Know, she probably has some. Uh, maybe I liked it. Right now we now we head into the house, and it turns out everybody left. I wonder why. It would have been it would have been awesome if he was all like uh, put out, like why the fuck did tomorrow and whatever his face take off without saying goodbye? Oh, before that, before that, they do this weird like close your eyes. Who do you see on the moon? Thing. Oh yeah, he's like the man. <laughs> If you believe, <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh yeah, the man on the bus." And then she's like, "The woman." That was cute. I guess. 
it, it was it wasn't it wasn't so cute that I didn't forget to completely forget that it happened. You're inside with Gail and Mitch. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucked. Well, everybody took off. <laughs> Couple and, of fucks. Couple of fucks. Couple of fucks. Yeah, and Gail's just Gail's like. Gail's like you in, you in or you out? And they keep showing that damn mood. <laughs> like, like, like really, it's the just moon, all the moon. <laughs> the moon wants to know if you're in or you're out. And we, you know, and what brings together a lot of emotions in a uh, auditory sense? Jewel, more than a Jewel song. Yeah, I like this song. I love I love Jewel. Like unabashedly, really? I love Jewel. I was out on Jewel when uh, she put out that uh, poetry book, and it was called A Night Without Armor, and I was like, yeah, fuck off with this. Yeah, anyways, uh, I I think I may have purchased Spirit on the strength of its appearance in this episode of Dawson's Creek. Good for you. Gail's like, hey, you in or you out? And Mitch is like, I'm out. Pace. Pace. Dawson just puts his head into uh, Joey's shoulder. Joey's shoulder. He's had, a, he's had enough. Yeah. He in a, in an episode of crying, it's it's Dawson's turn. Everybody's losing yeah. it here, or just not losing, or just kind of like not necessarily losing it, but much just like. All right. Um. So, John, how do you feel about the episode? I really enjoy this episode. Truly, madly, deeply. Um. <laughs> um a lot of good things happened where like we didn't give Dawson the opportunity to be like do shitty Dawson relationship stuff. So there was none of that, like pulling on his relationship with Joey. Uh, Jen did some, you know, advanced beyond her years thing, largely outside of the influence of Abby, which was cool. Sure. And she fucking smacked her one, which was nice. Um, Waiting on that. Mitch, Mitch and Gail kind of wrap it up in a finally definitive situation here. And as much as I may not, enjoy where uh joey jack situation is going uh it was captivating so um that's cool and this kind of but the the, the scene stealer for tonight's uh, episode is definitely uh the andy uh, pacey story which is uh yeah things just getting good man so i dig it a lot of good stuff happened nothing bad happened chris how do you uh feel about the episode yeah, i uh, really like the episode there was like you know this was there was a ton of fucking feels in this episode, which I was into. Things felt of consequence, and um, uh, seeing you know the scene at the end where Dawson finally like breaks down and stuff that really, really sort of that really worked just because of ha- uh, who he's been for the last few weeks. And um, as I said either last week or a couple weeks ago, how done I was with Mitch and Gale. I'm glad that there's like an answer now that is like, nope, we're done here. And so I'm interested to see where where that goes. But yeah, dug it. Really dug it. I do very much enjoy this episode. For me, uh, the highlight of the episode is Mitch breaking down, talk about the things his father taught him and the things he didn't know to ask. That's so powerful. Great writing, great acting. Yeah, so overall, pretty good episode. So that was it. Season two, episode five. And... Uh, uh, Chris, want to pip our Twitter? Absolutely. If you guys want to get a hold of us on the Twitter, uh, we're at the Dawson Dudes. And if you uh, feel like 140 or 280 characters aren't enough, uh, hit us up at feedback at DawsonDudes.com. And um, John yeah. is going to be now in charge of our Instagram. So we will have an Instagram feed soon. John, yeah. I think our, our Instagram is at Dawson Dudes. Yeah, it's just Dawson dudes. Uh, nothing up yet. There will be by the time this episode airs. So, Suckers. if you want to follow us there, that'd be 
fun too. <laughs> if you feel like you enjoy our podcast and you want to help us out, go on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, rate and review us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we'll read your uh, review on air. Yeah, so uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Join us next time when we do... Season 2, Episode 6. What's it called? The the Dance. The Dance. I'm John. Brian. I'm Chris. And we're the Dossa Dudes. Love you, buddy.